0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports as Michael produces uh, the broadcast today. Lots going on today. Uh, the SEC softball tournament, Mississippi State and LSU uh, are about uh, to get going here. And then Florida plays later on against Texas A&M. and m advancing after beating South Carolina yesterday. Interesting if you look at some of the numbers. And I just look at SEC games. that Because that's what this is about now. Uh, and you compare Florida and A&M. A&M hits a little bit better than Florida. 261 as a team. The Gators at 257. Um, and then in pitching, Florida, Team ERA in the league, 3.65. Texas A&M and SEC games, 5.36. That could be the difference uh, when all is said and done. And you look at some of the other uh categories here um when you compare the two teams texas a and m is not near the top in anything um, not not to say they 're bad they're not now they do draw walks they draw they drew ninety walks in league play that 's the second most only behind l s u so they try to you know, manufacture runs, so they don't hit a lot of home runs. Florida has the most steal attempts in the SEC with 36, uh, and A&M has 25, so they both do try to steal. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And again, you can catch the game here today at uh, 4.50. All right, today, hopefully Trent Whittemore is going to join us uh, to talk about his time playing Gator football, about his brother joining the team as well. And uh, Mike DiRocco, uh, my buddy D-Rock, who covers the Jags for ESPN, will join us because there is a – as if the Jags need more bad publicity, uh, a lawsuit was filed against the team, and it was filed by a former player. Uh, remember the whole thing with uh, Josh Lambeau, the kicker, alleging Urban Meyer uh, created a hostile work environment? That's what the lawsuit uh, is alleging. Uh, and he says the team did nothing to stop it. Um, Urban allegedly kicking Lambeau, says that he violated Florida's civil, criminal, and employment law Concerning assault, battery, and workplace violence. So what's going to happen here? Mike will talk to you. Tomorrow, we will not have a show. We will head to Missouri for baseball. And then we, if the technology gods allow, we'll have a show from Columbia on Friday. And that will include the uh, baseball coach for Missouri, Steve Beezer. But in the meantime, today... A couple things. Anthony Richardson. I don't want to say he's polarizing because he's not that, but I do think there were some who saw him play who thought he should have been the quarterback all along, he was dynamic, et cetera. Well, in some of the mock drafts for next year, Anthony Richardson is listed as a first-round Draft choice. You agree with that assessment? Do you think Anthony Richardson is a first round draft choice type of quarterback? Okay. I want that. Secondly, today's one of those days when there just isn't, you know, a whole lot to talk about. Is there anything in sports that really bothers you? Is there a rule? Is there a personality? Is there a team? Is there a situation? Whatever that is that really torques you. Well, the Rays, no hit last night. The Angels are in first place. Good for them. Good for Mike Trout. Because as great a player as he is and Otani is, they just haven't been very good. Now, it's early, I understand. And then uh, if you're somebody of my generation, uh, Big Bob Lanier, who had, I think, size 16 feet, um, passed away at the age of 73. Uh, He had been working uh, for the NBA as an ambassador. Really good player. Actually, I was wrong on the size of his shoes. 22, size 22. Um, Now, somebody from Converse... Said it was only 18. That's where I got the 18 from. But still, I don't care if it's size 18 or size 22. Big feet. Uh, but he was a really good player. Played for St. Bonaventure, too, for the Bonnies. Uh Elsewhere, if you're a Heat fan, they blew the 76ers out last night. They're up 3-2. If you're a Lightning fan, uh-oh. Toronto got the win last night. So now Toronto leads that best of seven three to two. Any of that you want to talk about? I hope you will. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Also don't know if you saw this. Nick Saban, I think it was at a golf tournament, had to deny that he tampered in the recruitment of Louisville receiver Tyler Harrell, Uh, he said, I don't know of anybody that tampered with him. I don't really know that anybody's ever tampered with our players. I just think sometimes when things happen, it makes you wonder. I'm not making any accusations against anybody that's done anything to our players. I don't have any knowledge of anybody that's done anything with anybody else's players. Once again, if you're talking reality, reality, Of course that's happened. Of course that's happened. And the latest recruiting rankings are out from ESPN.com. It's interesting that uh, LSU, Clemson, and Oregon enter the top ten. their number one team right now, Notre Dame. Yeah. So, again, for whatever that's worth. All right. Got a couple of emails here. But it's going to be a long day. I, I told Michael that. I told him before I did the show. Long day today. Because nothing of controversy. I think people are tired of NIL. I think people are tired of talking about that sort of thing. So that's why I'm going the Anthony Richardson route. That's why I'm trying to get you to talk about some other things. And what is there anything in sports today that really torques you? want to know that too. Um 1213 Time Check brought to you by Hayes chittleby ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF.
2: Good morning. I'm Christina Santiago. The number 5 Seed Gators softball team is playing in round 1 of the 2022 SEC softball tournament today against the number 12 Texas A&M. This tournament is taking place right here in Gainesville for the first time since 2005. Tune in at 4.45 for live game coverage. The number three Gators men's and women's track and field team travel to Old Miss for the SEC Outdoor Championship. Both teams won back in 2018. They begin to compete this Thursday. The Rays hope to come back from back to back losses after Angels rookie Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter in last night's game. The Rays will take on the Angels again tonight. Tune in right here at 7 for coverage of the game that's your Gainesville
0: Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all.
4: As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers, Offices gainesville Lake. City and Ocala
1: hey folks it's Steve Russell leave it up to my friend and trusted Realtor Scott Caldwell owner of your home sold guaranteed realty to come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry free with fewer homes on the market than ever before buyers often have to make their best offer If you have a house to sell, most of those offers don't get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's trade-in and trade-up program, sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has the buyers. Thousands of them, creating higher demand in multiple offers, which means more money for you. Trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more. Call 352-209-0000. 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com.
2: At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be, with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at radiantcu.org mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA.
0: Just three words
5: tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers
3: at our factory in Virginia Beach. And why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at
0: SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of
3: U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally.
6: I can walk again, I can cross my legs again, I can wear heels again.
7: After years of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southard is now living a normal life, pain-free, thanks to natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics.
6: We tried everything, and my husband had heard the commercial for QC Kinetics on the radio, and he told me to call him and check it out.
7: That phone call changed Andrea's life. QC Kinetics used powerful natural biologics to treat her aching joints. It's high-tech precision medicine that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue with no surgery and no drugs, providing lasting relief.
6: I felt like I was in my 20s again. I could tie my own shoes, really the little things that you don't think about.
7: Pain in your hips, knees, back, shoulders? Get rid of the pain now. Call QC Kinetics. 352 400 That's 352
3: 400 QC Kinetics 352
0: 400 4550. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app.
8: This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier.
9: You're listening to Sports City with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 981 FM. a.m. WRUF. Anywhere in the world on the
8: WRUF radio app.
1: Opening game of the SEC tournament today. Mississippi State playing LSU and State out to an early 2-0 lead. Let's go to the phone lines. Larry will lead us off. Larry, hi.
10: Hey, hi, Steve. Thanks for the show. Always appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Anthony Richards thing, I saw that the other day. I saw something crazy like Six-Pick Carolina or someplace. You know, they always say it in things. And, you know, I ain't going to say yes or no to that question because after I saw it myself, I actually thought, how can they make that statement? We really haven't seen much of the kid. We haven't seen – I mean, we've seen a little bit of him, but not a lot – not consistently. So I guess my take on the whole thing is if somebody sees that potential in him, I hope it comes out this year because we could have a pretty darn good year if the kid's a first-round draft pick and he plays that way.
11: Yeah,
1: now, so, I mean, I- be careful with something, though, Larry, in, in my opinion, okay? I, I, is what you're saying true? Yes, it is. But sometimes the NFL will pick on potential. So, in other words, look at all when, – when it comes to the draft, let me give you an example of a guy, Thibodeau, who played at Oregon. When the draft first came out, he was the number one pick. Everybody wanted him. And then all of a sudden, well, what's his work ethic like? Uh, you know, is he really motivated? Well, if Anthony Richardson has a terrific year, you know, from X's and O's and numbers and they see he can read defenses, they, they, teams think, I can take that physical specimen and that arm and, and you know, they, they can make him into that. But I'm with you. I mean, if NFL teams see that, the hope is Billy Napier will make the most of that.
10: Right, and I believe the Thibodeau guy you're talking about went to my Giants.
1: I think he did, too, yeah.
10: He, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But, no, I mean, I, I hope they see that potential, and I hope it comes out. Like I said, my only question was, we haven't seen much of him, and uh, he was had some injuries and a, and a few other issues, but I, I'm hoping the kid has a fantastic year this year.
1: Well, so I think a lot of Gator fans problem. are hoping that, too, yeah. Larry, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Bring Greg to the show. Hi, Greg.
12: Hey Steve, calling us out. I got to call in and, uh, give you something to do here. Listen to us. Hey Steve, I was looking at and, and actually Googled it. Uh, the NFL's top quarterbacks as of today per, per last year, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. I'm, I am no NFL expert, but I do know this much. These are all stay in the pocket throwing quarterbacks. And I love the previous callers comment. We are jacked up for Anthony, but I, I would argue Steve. And I'll listen to your answer off air. Well, I wouldn't argue. I'm, I'm curious. As to, who do you think would have a better, who is going to have a longer NFL career? Is it going to be Anthony Richardson? Or is it going to be somebody like Kyle Trask that's just a backup right now? And I'll listen off air and go Gators.
1: Okay, thank you. Well, longer NFL career. You you, you can be a ba- Shane Matthews, perfect example. Look how long Shane played. He did start a few games, but primarily... He was a backup, an experienced backup who had a long career. Sometimes, you know, as a starter, you get beat up, uh, you don't last as long, but certainly the guys you mentioned, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they lasted a long time. So it just kind of depends on, you know, the team that you're with, how successful they are. A lot plays into that. John, welcome to sports scene.
12: Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. You you, you just kinda piggybacking on your last two callers. You know, before we can consider, say, you talked about potential for Anthony, it's in vitally important for this team that he stays healthy. I mean, the, the, the flow, the system of, of the offense that we're going to be running that he is going to be required to run the ball. You know, these nagging injuries, a hamstring here, a knee here, if he's at 50% or 70%, I mean, that's, that's going to be, I guess, say doom and gloom for the team. And, and it's vitally important before we consider him a potential first round pick. He needs to stay healthy for the whole season.
1: Yeah, I think that plays into it. I mean, if you're the NFL and you see a guy that's built as he is, and if he does have, you know, hamstring or whatever the injury is, there will be questions about his durability. There will be questions, perhaps, about his toughness. I'm not saying they're warranted, I'm just saying that could happen because. When you get to a draft, teams go to great lengths to scrutinize their picks because obviously they're important to the team. So yeah, I mean, I think he's got to prove he can stay healthy. No doubt about it. That,
12: that's like them combines. Me ask you a water cooler a co- uh, question. You know, side on team, whatever intangibles going into the fall. Where? Give, give me. I'm not going to hold you to this because we might change in three weeks. What well, – where do you see Florida? What, what kind of record do you think in football this year? Just give me a, you know, just your guess right now. Oh. Man, I'm not going to hold you to it. I well, I any, anybody, I just want to kind of get a gauge of what people's perception is.
1: I think people think Florida will win between seven and nine games. I think seven is the pessimistic, you know, where, uh, okay, it's a rebuild, You know, you don't beat Utah, you don't beat Kentucky, you don't beat Tennessee, um, and you don't beat Georgia, and you don't beat maybe A and M. So you go seven and five. Five, right? I think the three. You know, okay, it's tough to beat Georgia and A and M when you play them back to back, and then you know, will somebody? Will it be LSU? You know, will it be Tennessee? Will it be Kentucky? Will they? Will they knock off Florida? The good news. I mean, if you look with the glass half full, John, they get Kentucky at home, home right, and they get LSU at home, and and
12: And Utah. You know, maybe beginning the year, I'm I'm looking at that as a, you know, maybe an optimistic viewpoint. So I appreciate your your uh, your comments, and uh, we'll we'll talk. It would be fun to talk about it over the summer and see what
1: where we're at. Okay, Steve. Yep. Thank you, John. D is up next. Up D. Hey,
13: what's up, Steve? Uh, NBA. you know, Steve, I watched that Miami-Philadelphia game, man, and I thought uh, I was watching uh, Game 35 of the regular season instead of Game 5 or Eastern Conference semifinal that was tied 2-2. I, I don't know how you come out just looking totally lifeless uh, in, a, in a game that, you know, they said the winner of Game 5 wins the series 80, 82% of the time. I mean, you lost by five touchdowns on national television, it was an embarrassment, and Doc Rivers just happened to encourage his team to give effort or to play hard. I just, I don't, I don't understand that last night.
1: No, given the fact too that they had gotten themselves back in it, you know, by playing pretty well in, in Game Four, but here's, I think too much is placed on James Harden. But let's face it, when he had a big night the Sixers won. And Embiid and who is not healthy, he's not physically healthy. And what he scored 15, 17 whenever he had last yeah. night, they I, I, they just didn't score enough. They just don't have scorers now. And yeah, and that's the problem.
14: Terrible. Yeah, their
13: bench is I think Miami's the better team overall, but I Philadelphia's bench is terrible on the road. They can they can't score and Harden is what he gave you in game 4, he's just not going to give you consistently because he got that he's not that guy anymore so like i said man i i, I don't understand how you lose by 35 in, in game five of, of a series like that so uh we'll see how that goes i, I actually think miami's gonna beat him in game six and close him out so um as far as you asked the question what annoys you uh in sports yeah uh, what annoys me in sports is the constant uh you know these national uh espn fox or whatever uh, the need to shove the Lakers down our throats when they they they're not playing. They're, they they've been in Cancun for a month. I don't care about I don't care about LeBron. I don't care about Genie Bus. I don't care who they're interviewing. I don't care about any of that stuff. They they it's like they're they're trying to sabotage the NBA playoffs with Laker news, man. It's 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 annoying.
1: Yeah, I I mean I look if you're Bill Plaschke. Who works in the LA area and you interview Jeannie Buss, that's relevant because it's in the LA market. But then, you know, National picks it up, and then yeah, you're right. I I, I don't understand the fascination with the Lakers. They're a bad team, badly put together, and yet they're, they're talking about them now. I agree with that. Constantly. <laughs> All right, Steve, be good, man. Thank you, D. 1227, Time Check brought you by Hayes. it be good discussion here. Going to stop it for a segment. Mike DiRocco, who covers the Jacksonville Jaguars for ESPN, will join us next to talk about a lawsuit that one of their former players filed against the team. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
0: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM
1: WRUF. You know, folks, if you go to Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, you won't find... New vehicles. But if you are looking for a great alternative to purchasing a new vehicle, a vehicle that doesn't depreciate the second you drive it off the lot, well, this is the place to go for many reasons. But the most important, they've been doing this for 40 plus years. So obviously, people trust them because of their longevity, because of the vehicles they bring, and the quality of those vehicles. Their sales staff's great never tries to pressure you. They will help you get the vehicle you are looking for. You can go see them in person and check out the vehicles for yourself or go online, secars.com, and you can check out the vehicles they have in stock. It's updated all the time. The Cousins family are good people, and they will help you find the car you're looking for. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency.
3: It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net.
1: Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. I've been telling you for a long time now about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Well, this month, a brand-new milkshake, and you know how good their milkshakes are. It's the Unicorn Shake, an explosion of magical flavors. If you're in a hurry, you can also order ahead at DickMondell's.com for a quick pickup. And Dick Mondells is hiring new team members looking for competitive pay and flexible hours. Contact jobs at dickmondells.com. Dick Mondells Burgers and Fries. Great burgers, great salad, great shakes, too. The
4: following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
1: Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family owned and operated for over 40 years and in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today, Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville.
6: It's that time of year again, graduation time. It's time to help some furry friends graduate to their forever home. This May 14th and 15th, join the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hull Farm Animal Rescue at PetSmart on Archer Road and have a look at this adorable graduating class. And yes, there will be adoption specials. It's all this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road.
4: Everything we value is under assault. Our elections, culture, our American values. Patriots stand up and rock the red.
5: Rock the red is an all-day liberty-loving rally in Ocala, featuring Eric Trump and premiering the bombshell movie Two Thousand Mules by like Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the red is Saturday, June 11th, at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion.
4: See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more.
5: Get your tickets and VIP up close experience now.
4: Go to rocktheredflorida.com.
5: Rocktheredflorida.com
0: the first caller now to 382-8255 that's 382-8255 a copy of mlb the show 22 is yours i'm going to the show create your dream team in diamond dynasty play with all your favorite legends flashbacks and current day players all on your team mlb the show 22 get it now for playstation xbox and nintendo consoles at theshow.com.
3: rated e for everyone
0: the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
15: Sunny and breezy conditions are expected yet again this afternoon with highs topping out in the low and mid 80s. Winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour will occasionally gust up to 20 and even 25 miles per hour. Gusty winds subside tonight with lows falling into the upper 50s. We'll do it all over again tomorrow with winds picking up during the afternoon. Highs in the low 80s are next chance for rain return on Friday. From the UF Weather Center, meteorologist Justin
7: Ballard t J-Will and Max. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL last two years on third and fourth down? Who's still ascending? Who has the height, speed, arm accuracy? Who threw 38 touchdowns last year? I'm going to say it right now Justin Herbert will win I, MVP this I year. I
6: think the reason why Justin Herbert has the challenge is his team needs to win.
7: Max Kellerman, did yes. you just guarantee that Justin
0: yep.
5: Herbert Herbert's going to win MVP? Key,
0: Jay, and Max weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, W the Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and
1: online at WRUF.com. As you call in today, is Anthony Richardson a first-round draft choice like some uh, draft boards have him being? And what annoys you in sports? We'll get to those things in a minute. We're going to get now to Mike DiRocco, ESPN staff writer who, of course, covers the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, D-Rock, my friend, thank you. I I don't know if this is the most snake-bit franchise in sports, but it's damn close if it isn't. Uh, It just seems that they take one step forward and about eight steps back, and now Lambeau's filed this lawsuit. So if somebody's not aware of this, you know, give us what's happening here.
16: Yeah, former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau filed a lawsuit against the team, and um, he's alleging that Urban Meyer violated state laws by creating a hostile work environment, and the team did nothing to stop it. Um, it's interesting um, you know obviously we know the story from before that Lambeau uh, accused him of ticking him uh, during a pre I guess a pre-practice warm-up um, that story came out in December and now he's suing because of that and saying that um, Myers actions violated Florida civil criminal and employment law concerning assault battery and workplace violence um, he's saying that what Meyer did impact his ability to sleep practice and perform at uh, the high level he had before. And it's interesting because, um, the lawsuit is also asking the Jaguars to produce any documentation, you know, in regards to any investigations, the team conducted into urban's workplace behavior, Mm. uh, which, you know, includes anything, any other instances of, of, you know, hostile actions or violent or abusive actions you know toward any other employee coach player Um, and if the jaguars made any effort documentation of if the jaguars made any effort to counsel correct or you know address urban meyers behavior so it's a nasty little lawsuit that the jaguars are going to have to deal with and um like i texted you earlier I, i would be stunned if they do not settle this lawsuit. There's no way if it's not dismissed, um, let me say, but there's no way they can have this go to court. No way.
1: And you know, it does look like D-Rock when, you know, Lambeau at one point was a terrific kicker, you know, really accurate made, you know, long distance field goals and all, and he just sort of dropped off. Is there a correlation, do you think, between that and these incidents? Well, in
16: in 2020 he went on the uh went on IR with a hip injury and there were people inside the building that were concerned that that hip injury is is something that uh you know has bothered kickers before and has been a lingering issue and has been something that that guys don't completely come back from um i'm not exactly 100% sure of the nature of the injury at this point but i know that you know that's why they signed or they kept you know they brought in six kickers after he went on IR and cycled through them and eventually ended up with, um, you know, Aldrich Rosas kicked some and they brought him back in 2021 and to compete with, with Lambeau and surprisingly they cut Rosas in, in July, I want to say July 30 of 2021. So they kind of felt like he was doing okay, but I know the previous staff, the staff, you know, with Doug Marone, the head coach, there were some concerns that he was never going to be the same kind of kicker. So, Um, that I think did play a role into it because he didn't exactly kick great in the preseason and then he missed all three of his field goal attempts in the regular season so um, you know Josh Lambeau was drawing some correlation there and connection there but there's no mention of the hip injury in the lawsuit and that's probably what the Jaguars would point to and say, Hey, look, we thought this was going to be a problem for him anyway. Um, you know, and that's going to involve, you know, talking to members of the previous staff and all that stuff.
1: Well, not only is there this lawsuit, but then I guess it's still the on, correct me if I'm wrong, but this ongoing thing with urban Myers contract and, and what's going to happen with that, that's still ongoing. Is it not?
16: Yeah, they have not reached a settlement there yet, which, uh, in a way, it's almost like if you're the Jaguars, it's a little bit of a catch twenty two because if this is all of this stuff you're you know, Josh Lambeau is alleging is true and then that does give the Jaguars right to fire him with cause and not have to pay him any more of the contract. So it's almost like do you lose this one so you don't have to pay Urban or do you fight this one and then you have to pay Urban? And that that negotiation continues for a while.
17: If you're the
1: Jaguars now, new regime. Does Trevor Lawrence now? I mean, look, we we all know what Urban is. You know he likes the spotlight, but does Trevor Lawrence now become the face of this franchise?
16: Yeah, and and honestly, Steve, I think he became the face of the franchise even before Urban left because just in the month or so before Urban was fired, he really started to assert himself. He was the one who stood up there and said. You know, all these distractions, all these this craziness, all this the off-the-field stuff. It's got to stop. We can't prepare and win games with all this stuff going on. It's got to stop. He's also the one that went up there and, in front of the media and said, you know, James Robinson needs to be on the field. He's the best back we have. I, I don't understand why he's not on the field. I want him on the field. Um, you know, he basically, and I wrote about it, you know, he had to act like a 9-, 10-year veteran Um, You know, a guy with the cachet of like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or, you know, a Russell Wilson guy who's been around the league who, who when everybody or when he talks, everybody in the team listens. And this was a 22 year old kid who was trying to learn how to play in the NFL, figure out what the heck was going on every day inside his building. And he had to act like that and be the face of the franchise instead of the head coach, who was one of the most recognizable names in college football um, you know, all time.
1: Mike DiRocco, our guest, covers the Jacksonville Jaguars for ESPN, ESPN.com. Let me leave you with two quick questions here, D-Rock. In the draft, I mean, look, sometimes teams make curious choices and they end up being great or they end up being not so good. I get what they were trying to do to help Lawrence, but did they do enough?
16: Um, in the draft, you know, they took Luke Fortner, the center from Kentucky, Um, And their thinking in the draft, too, is like, look, we got to get better on defense. We've got to add playmakers on defense and and guys specifically that can rush the passer. And that will help Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely. It will help the offense. The Jaguars were dead last in the NFL in average starting field position last year. I think it was inside their 26-yard line. I mean, you're asking an offense every single time they get the ball almost to go 60, 70, 80 yards to score a touchdown. And you, you just can't. You can't function like that in the NFL, especially when you have a rookie quarterback and a group of wide receivers that drops everything. Now, they added some pieces offensively in free agency, obviously, with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones at receiver and Evan Ingram at tight end, who I think, you know, if he stays healthy, is going to be a huge, huge part of this offense, you know, in 2022. But they still have more work to do to help Trevor to be honest with you, you can't do it all in one offseason. It's not like recruiting where you get 25, five, three guys in sometimes. Not, you, you know, they got five extra guys, seven seven draft picks, and there's still so many holes on this roster that they've got to fill that it's going to take another year of free agency and another draft uh, to really get to the point where they can compete for the playoffs.
1: Last question. Um, I thought the hire of Doug Peterson – was good, not just because he won a Super Bowl, because we all know what happened after that and went downhill pretty quickly. But I think he kind of gets it. And he, I, th- I think the staff he hired is pretty good. What's been the general reaction in the fan base, D Rock, to his hiring and how successful he might be?
16: You know, after the the initial, why did it take a month? He was the first guy you interviewed. Why are we waiting a month to hire him type of thing? And the angst and the anger at that. uh, I think the fan base has just been ecstatic with it. I mean, it's the total opposite of Urban Meyer. A guy who's not going to make headlines. A guy without a huge, massive ego. A guy who has experience in the league. A guy who won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles as a starting quarterback. Which, is, you know, to me adds to it. Because we've all seen you know, how bad Nick Foles has been since then. And a guy who surrounded Trevor with three other coaches that have been quarterbacks, either at the college or NFL level. So, you know, I think the fan base is, is immensely pleased with the decision as angry as they were at, at retaining Trent Baalke. They were just as, you know, happy that they hired a guy that has done it before. And, and it was the right move. It had to be somebody who had had success on the NFL level and who had been experienced, and who was not, and a guy that's going to be in the headlines. So, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I haven't talked to any Jaguar fan or interacted with any Jaguar fan that didn't like the movie.
1: Wow. That says a lot, especially with what's happened recently uh, with that franchise. <laughs> that That's very positive. Um, where can people see your work, D-Rock?
16: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ESPNDaraco, and you can also obviously go to ESPN.com and the NFL page, and uh, all my stuff will be there.
1: All right. I appreciate your time. Thank you.
16: Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it.
1: Yep. Mike DiRocco does a great job covering the Jags for ESPN, ESPN.com. Butch, hang on. I'll get right to you. 12.44. Time check brought to you by Hayes. chivalry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
2: Good morning. I'm Christina Santiago. The number five seed Gators softball team is playing in round one of the 2022 SEC softball tournament today against the number twelve Texas A&M. This tournament is taking place right here in Gainesville for the first time since 2005. Tune in at 4:45 for live game coverage. The number three Gators men's and women's track and field team traveled to Old Miss for the SEC Outdoor Championship. Both teams won back in 2018. They begin to compete this Thursday. The Rays hope to come back from back-to-back losses after Angels rookie Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter in last night's game. The Rays will take on the Angels again tonight. Tune in right here at seven for coverage of the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago.
0: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, what I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself, they have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta, with chunks of tender white chicken, with veggies and rotini pasta, in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh yeah, or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks. Like the 12 ounce certified angus new york strip maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies so delicious and of course there's always the legendary copper monkey west burgers voted best in the area numerous times you know that's the thing because whatever i end up choosing i know the service will be top-notch because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere is that what you're looking for good food good service good people well it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville I'll see you there Dave
15: automotive we get
5: the
1: Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sonny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave
15: Mays Automotive.
7: We get the bugs. All of them bugs
17: what do i love about the water
7: reeling in a good
17: catch oh yeah that's a keeper teaching the kids to swim in the lake then pushing
7: them on a rope swing over the creek and watching the sunset with the family out on the boat
2: in our life jackets of course Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water.
16: No girl wants to have a plain ring or
7: something that she sees on all of her other friends' hands. Meet Kelly Todd at International Diamond Center.
16: The ability to find a ring that is a reflection of her style, it makes a big
7: difference. And at IDC, that's easy. With diamonds in every shape and every size in stock and literally thousands of designer rings, the possibilities are endless. Whether
16: it's an oval solitaire with stackable bands, a rose gold mounting with a square diamond in it and a white gold stackable band with it. Being able to identify with their look where they have their
7: own style I think is very important. So don't make her compromise. Whatever your budget, IDC has the ability to help you create that one-of-a-kind ring. We cater to clients with a $1,500 budget. We cater to clients with a $2.3 million budget. And with non-commissioned experts who listen and guide you every step of the way, it's easy to create the ring of her dreams at IDC. It's not a selling environment at all. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. From athlete activism to
0: athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the
1: WRUF radio app. SEC softball tournament: Mississippi State, LSU tied at two in the third inning, and Mississippi State is just on ahead now, three to two. As you call in today, is Anthony Richardson a first-round NFL draft choice? As some mock drafts have him listed at? and in sports, do you have any pet peeves? Something that annoys you? Bring Butch to the show. Butch, hello.
17: Hey, Steve, I wanted to do the. I wanted to do this for so long. It sort of sounded distasteful, but you brought the subject up. It absolutely drives me insane when they come on the air during a free game and say, you know, Steve Russell's playing today with a heavy heart. His mother's got an ingrown tail, and he's playing through it. That has no place in sports. Your personal life is your personal life. My personal thought is, is if you have a tragedy in your life, you probably ought not to be there. But to each his own. But I don't make it part of your show or the entertainment. There is no entertainment value to that, to me. And you say?
1: Um, Well, I think there's two separate things here that you're saying, okay? Is there entertainment value? Yes, there is entertainment value, Butch. I think media people would say it tells a good story, that it's something besides, you know, shut up and play, right, where, you know, uh the athlete is playing through a death in the family or somebody very close to them uh you know i'm going to i'm going to take my grief and i'm going to you know still go out and play so i think there's you know there is a story there to be told now to the point you're making um does it have anything to do you, you know with the fan in terms of winning and losing well depending on what the mindset is is of the player involved, it could. So, you know, I, I, I see the value of it.
17: Okay. Uh, that, and then I, I I wanted to ask you to do this before you retire. I would like for you one day be as modest as you want to be. I'm just interested in how I've listened to you since you started doing Goldie Oldies, and I knew you when you worked at the county. Uh, just do kind of an autobiographical sketch of, your life, and how you got to where you are now. Uh, what, how you got on a radio show, how you started doing stuff like that, calling games and whatever. So if you could do that, make a big announcement about it or something one day, and we will <laughs> listen to what Steve has to say about Steve.
1: Okay. All right, Butch. Thank you All for right. your call. Yep. Uh, that might bore a lot of people, but, um, you know, I mean, everybody has a story and everybody has, you know, a reason how you got here. William says Anthony Richardson is a first-round talented quarterback. You can't build a better quarterback from a physical standpoint. This season's performance will tell the tape in terms of mental leadership and everything else, but I love what we have now in that position. Mullen continued to double down on the losing bet with Emery and was dumb enough to put Richardson out there against Georgia for his first start about three games too late. Refreshing to see from Napier, he's embracing Richardson as a leader, complete opposite of Dan. He was too stubborn to admit he just missed on Emery. He took took him over Corral, uh, then let Emory turn the football over at an incredible rate and finally let Anthony almost single-handedly beat LSU. I'm venting he should have been the guy last year, too. Um, Stevens says something that bothers him. Softball pitchers that catch the ball back from the catcher slowly walk to behind the pitcher's circle, walk to the mound, looks over, gets the signal, looks at their arm, pitch it already, he says. Well, it's kind of like baseball, though, Right? Um, so when some pitchers have a routine, you know, get the ball, they step back, they maybe pick up the rosin bag. You know, I mean, sometimes pitchers are creatures of habit and they're not just going to get the ball and throw it. Now, Florida is pretty good about that. You know, Gator pitchers have been taught, you know, get the ball and throw it. You don't see a lot of, you know, moping around out there. So, I think you, if you've seen Florida, Stephen, I think you would say it was pretty good. Uh, Art says, AR-15 has a lot to prove to be a first-rounder. NIL stands for nobody's learning. I'd love you to have more former Gators from the past on your show to talk about their stories. Um, well, that's mostly a summertime thing, Art, uh, and we normally do do that. Uh, one of the things I'm going to try to do, you know, for, for people who don't know there's an awful lot of former Gator players now who are high school football coaches. Um, get some of them on to, you know, discuss why uh, they're doing it. Um, JLo says, "Why am I heat not getting any credit nationally?" What's your take? Uh, I guess define that. I, I, you know, they've been a little up and down. Uh, they've been sometimes been really good and sometimes not so good. Uh, But I do think the Heat were a little underappreciated because they did have a good regular season. But, you know, you sometimes forget that because it boils down to, you know, how you do in the playoffs. Gator Alamal is with us. Hello there.
18: Hey, Steve. Yes, sir. How's it going? Good. (laughs) I, I, I heard this guy calling just now about, you know, uh, like a tragedy happened, uh, something happened, you know, and the guy still goes on to play. Or in your case, Steve Russell had a had a situation where he had to step away for a while. And then at the end, he, he asked you to do something, uh, to tell everybody how Steve got to be Steve. You know, I mean, from way back. Well, I know you way back then also, mm-hmm. when you was at the county, uh, actually mm-hmm. when we were at school together at Florida. Okay. Because uh, I used to take uh, health education classes over there. Okay. And uh, Yon Hall. But uh, it, it was funny. The reason I'm calling is funny because it was just yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I said exactly the same thing to myself. I, I don't know why I was thinking about you, but I was thinking about the calling and people you know, on the radio and everything. And I said, Man, I wish Steve one day, would tell people how he got. <laughs> well, like this guy read my mind.
1: Well, to be very blunt, okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I I appreciate the sentiment very much, um, but I don't know honestly how many people really care. And I don't mean that in a <laughs> negative way. Okay, okay, okay. It, it's just that okay. You know, I could go back to when I was a kid and, you know, wanted to do this. I mean, but, you know, now maybe in the summer, you know, when there's less to talk about. Right, right. You know, maybe. Um, but, you know, sometimes I, I think people people don't want to hear about, you know, that I worked at the county or I, I whatever, you know, in my past. Um, but, you know, maybe one day if it comes up and it's a slow day in the summertime, maybe we'll... Maybe we'll run that.
18: Okay, okay, okay. It was just weird that I, 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 I had the exact thought.
1: Yeah, well, I, either, either great minds think alike, Al, or they don't, but it is kind of weird. That's, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's
18: kind of weird, man. Okay, Steve. <laughs> okay, I man. See Thank art. you. That's yep your question about Richardson. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I hope that don't sound bad. I sound like I'm a hater. But, uh. I'm gonna say no.
1: Okay, tell me why.
18: Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't have enough tape on it.
1: Okay, and, and I think I, that's I, legit.
18: I, I see the highlights. You know, I see that jumping over that tackler, uh, throwing that one pass down the sideline for a, you know for a touchdown. You know, or you know, but it's, there's not enough there.
1: Yeah, and I think that's legit. I mean, I think scouts see his physical build. They see, you know, he can certainly throw the football, but I don't think there's enough tape on him. I think that first round uh projection, and that's what it is a projection, is based on his physicality, his build. I mean, you couldn't build in today's NFL, you know, a better quarterback than than what he is, but I do think you know The proof is going to be in the pudding here, and that this thing could change a dozen times based on how well he does this year or doesn't do.
18: I totally agree. And one other thing, I'm going to let you go, because I know we got about 30 seconds. Why is no one talking about the state track meet here in Gainesville in- this weekend?
1: Well, because honestly, uh, track is not a big-time sport uh, for radio. Um, you know, for example, I mean, baseball well, but baseball and softball regionals are going on in high school, too. But it just, you know, it, it just doesn't have the same cachet as okay. you know, football and basketball do. I've got to run on my breakout. Thank you for your call. Hour 2 coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: WRUF Gainesville U251CD Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM 8.50 AM WRUF
2: Hi, this is Dr.
6: Kim Maori of Exceptional Dentistry. If you're nervous about going to the dentist, we may have a solution for you. It's called IV sedation. IV sedation has been a big hit in our office, and we've been able to help many get the dentistry they've been putting off for years because of it. IV sedation helps you relax and recover quickly with little or no memory of the procedure. Many of our clients won't even consider having their dentistry performed without it. Learn more about IV sedation at exceptionaldentistry.com or call us today at 332-6725.
2: It's long overdue that we demand more for mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Odyssey's I'm Listening are demanding hashtag more for health. We need more access to and more affordable mental health care. More mental health care and suicide prevention in schools. We need more people who know what to do when someone they know needs help. Mental health affects every one of us. So please get involved. Visit moreformentalhealth.org today.
1: Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online at secars.com. Southeast Car Agency.
19: This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Marshall. I'm a volunteer with the Florida Long-Term Care Ombudsman Program. Now more than ever during the pandemic, Florida Long-Term Care residents deserve the best care and quality of life. I invite you to join me and hundreds of others in advocating on behalf of people who can't speak for themselves. Visit ombudsman.myflorida.com to join us today. Welcome
0: to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM
1: WRUF. Welcome into our two-up Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Michael is producing the broadcast. Don't forget, no show tomorrow as we hit the road with Gator Baseball for the broadcast at Missouri. If the technology gods allow, we'll do a show from Columbia on Friday. But right now, uh, through our partnership with the Gator Collective, we're going to talk to Gator wide receiver Trent Whittemore. Trent, good to have you, man. Thanks for doing this.
11: Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Steve.
1: Trent, let me ask you this. Um, I, I want to go and talk about the NIL and about the transfer portal and all of that because, you know, we talk about it as broadcasters and fans, you know, read and see things. But, you know, you guys are involved in this, you're the players involved here. What do you think of all this? When you know all these things at one time, NIL transfer portal—what goes through a player's mind when all this is happening?
11: Yeah, you know it is a bit overwhelming, uh, especially for you know someone uh, I came in when when there wasn't the the one free transfer, which kind of created the, the transfer portal craze. There wasn't any NIL, so um, it was kind of a lot at once. Uh, I think um, the general basis of all of these new rules that have been created are good in a sense, but uh, kind of as everyone knows, it's a bit of the Wild West right now, and there's not a lot of regulation on it, so so like I said, it can be a bit overwhelming, but um, I feel like, in general, it has been good for the player. Um, that's how I'm looking at things right now, because you know I, I do play right now, so so I think it has been good for the player, but it, it has been a little crazy as well, just because, as I said, uh, the regulations on those things haven't really been uh, set in stone.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I've always thought this, Trent. It, look, the, the, the NCAA is making millions and millions of dollars, and you guys and ladies, you know, weren't making a whole lot, so that just seemed fair. Is that the the sort of thought process you have as well?
11: Yeah, I think uh, a scholarship is worth a whole lot, and I think a lot of people um, will, will come out and say, you know, well, doesn't anybody value the free education anymore and the, and the free housing and the free food, et cetera? And I, I think, you know, definitely everyone does value that, uh, but I, it's just it's just a matter of fact that um a star player especially a star player in college football um that scholarship um in comparison to what uh he is you know earning for others um is is just a very small percentage and that's just like i said that's just the fact of it so i think it's great that um especially these players who really drive college football which is a business that makes billions and billions of dollars are able to benefit off of that and um, it's it's not off the school's likeness; it's just off their own. So um, I think it really is fair to the player that that they should be able to make a little money off, you know, just a small percentage of what they're generating.
1: All right, let's talk a little football. How difficult was it to go through a coaching change?
11: Uh, you know, it's difficult. It's just it's change. You know, and and change is always a little uncomfortable. Um, I think the best thing that that a team can do when they when they get a new staff is just kind of wipe the slate clean and and just give their full attention to the head man which is coach napier in this instance and he's gonna done a great job and we just have to just uh any reservations that we have or anything like that because it's tough i mean a lot of us you know we didn't know coach napier at all and that's not a bad thing that's just how it is you know we weren't recruited by him never met him so you're kind of listening to a guy that you don't have a real relationship with at first and those type of things but you just have to put all those things behind you and say you know this is the guy in charge and we're going to Uh, follow what he says and commit to it and that's the fastest way to success so that's what we're trying to do.
1: What are your thoughts about uh, Coach Napier and of course uh, Kerry Colbert as well?
11: Uh, I feel like Coach Napier has really done a great job. Uh, He came in with with a bit of an agenda to to change certain things uh, and he got those changes done pretty quickly. Um, He led us through a very regimented uh, offseason so far. There's been a lot of structure. Um, I've been really impressed with him and then getting to kind of meet with him one-on-one a little bit more, um, you know, as the spring went on. Uh, I, I really like the person that he is, and I'm happy that he's our head coach. And then uh, Casey has really been great. Um, he, he's really kind of been refreshing to me, a little bit of a, a new outlook on things. Um, Billy G taught me a lot, but they're, uh, they're just a bit of, of different styles, and um, that's been great for me, honestly. And I can't really say enough about him, just the atmosphere that he's created in our receiver room. Um, just getting guys excited to go practice, you know, excited to go play. Um, he's really been great. So,
1: Gator wide receiver Trent Whittemore, our guest here on Sports Scene. Without giving away the farm here, Trent, from the system that you had under Dan to what, you know, Billy is doing, is there a big difference terminology and the offensive uh, philosophy? Is there, a, is there a big difference?
11: Uh, well, Steve, you know, football is football at the end of the day. So you're going to see a lot of concepts that, you know, reflect others for the for the general part. I mean, you know, the the seven plays that a team runs the most, every team around the country has that play in or a variation of it. You know? yep. um, but like you said, uh, the terminology can be different. Um, the signaling can be different. So I think that's the hardest thing, not necessarily where you're running or, you know, anything like that. It's just knowing this is what it's called and this is how you signal it and when we're going fast, you know, here's how we communicate, those type of things can be a bit challenging at first.
1: Was there ever any doubt your brother would be joining you to play here? Uh, you know, I tried to
11: I tried to let him make his own decision and, and not um ask him too much, uh not not try to put pressure on him. Uh, to to feel like he should go one way or the other. I think he handled it really well. Uh, He obviously kind of took some trips around the country, got to see a lot of different things and and really make sure this is where he wanted to be. But, yeah, in the back of my mind, I always knew that that he'd be a Gator.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that'd be a cool thing. Uh, Last couple of things for you. Um, So far in what you've done at Florida, what's been really good about it and what are you looking forward to doing as you continue your career here?
11: uh well I think what's been really good is I've gotten to experience a lot you know we were uh a really good football team uh for a couple years had a a lot of success um we're, we're really probably a game or two away from being in the playoff two years in a row which was frustrating um but but you know got to play New Year's Six Bowls and all that that good stuff which is kind of the peak of college football obviously you know winning it all is the peak but we were we were experiencing, uh, you know, what a small percentage of teams get to experience there. So I think that's kind of been um, the high for me. But also, you know, we've, we've been through some, some rough patches as well. And I think um, for, for me and the guys who have been through all that, uh, just it's been a, something that we've been able to take a lot from. And uh, we want to uh, just kind of flip the script. And as we um, play out our last couple years, we want to get back to that success and even more. Um, Than we had those, those first couple of years, so that's kind of our goal is to kind of complete the cycle and and put us back to where we want to be.
1: Last thing, you kind of touched on this. It's funny you said this, Trent, because I think there's a perception out there uh, from a from a, a fan to a player that, well, if you don't make the playoff, well, you know, even if if it's the Sugar Bowl or the Orange Bowl or the Cotton Bowl. It's no big deal anymore because you didn't make the playoff. But you've been to those kinds of bowls. Was it a big deal?
11: Yes, Steve, it is a big deal. And uh I think not not just the bowl being a big deal, but the success you have throughout the year is, is a big deal. Just you know, you get to, to have some great wins. I mean winning in Jacksonville, you know, we were undefeated at home one year. Uh those type of things are big accomplishments. But like you said, um in today's college football the playoff is kind of the pinnacle and we've seen um those other bowl games sort of uh watered down I guess people might say but um to us yeah it is a big deal and um personally uh it's you know I have no play in this but I'd like to see the playoff expanded and give you know a lot of other teams a shot who are really good football teams that were you know maybe I don't know a field goal away or seven points away from, from being in that four team playoff, you know, maybe if they were to expand it a little bit um, we'd see uh, some more hype around those other games, if they were um, being played to to still contend for the national title, but maybe that'll come in time, you know, you never know, but yeah, it's still a great accomplishment um, for any team to play in one of those big time games.
1: Okay. Well, I hope uh, you've gotten to know Trent a little bit better and uh, appreciate his time, Trent. You're welcome anytime. Say hi to your dad next time you see him. So appreciate you doing this. Thank you.
11: Yes, sir. Appreciate you.
1: Okay, Trent Whittemore, <clears throat> joining us here in our cooperation with the Gator Collective. Uh, he, I think, is going to have a breakout year this year. I really think he is. Uh, hopefully, he stays healthy, and if he does, I think he's going to do really, really well. It is cool to have his brother, and 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 you know, I think something he said makes a lot of sense too. That even though, uh, you know, you're from here uh, and, you know, the the, the, prev- the prevailing attitude is he, you're, you're going to go to Florida, it's great to take a visit to some other places. You, you may not ever get a chance to visit other schools again. So uh, I think that's a really, really positive thing. All right, if you're just tuning in today, uh, a <clears throat> couple of things. What really is a pet peeve for you in sports? What really bothers you? And then, I'm going to ask Michael, because Michael owns like 7,000 jerseys. Uh, there, I, I got something in the mail today about logos. Team logos. And I'm going to tell you what, and again it's one thing, what supposedly some of the most popular sports logos are, and some that are not. And if you're a logo dude or dudette, let me know what you think logos are iconic and what logos aren't, okay? And, of course, we will take your calls. Uh, James says, My peeve is uniforms without names on the back, especially in baseball, in pro and college, Yankees. You'd think that a sport... That's decreasing in popularity. we will try to get fans to recognize the players more. Um, let me say this, James. Does anybody not recognize Aaron Judge? I mean, I get it, right? But the tra- tradition can be a good thing, can be a bad thing maybe, but that's been the Yankee way. And... I don't I don't hear their, you know facial hair on the Yankees. You know when Stein, that used to be a big deal, okay? So I mean, there are franchises that do their business in a certain way and you know, players either conform to that or they don't. 114 Time Check brought to you by Hey Shillery ESPN 981 FM 8:50 a.m. WYUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 a.m. WRUF.
15: Good afternoon. I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator softball begins SEC tournament play today at home against the Texas A&M Aggies. Coverage begins right here at 4:45. Gator baseball continues its hot streak, having won seven of their last eight games following last night's victory over Bethune-Cookman. Gators look to keep things rolling as they visit Missouri on Friday. The AAC tournament champion Gators lacrosse team begins NCAA tournament play Friday at home against Mercer. After being no-hit last night, the Tampa Bay Rays look to turn their fortunes around tonight in the last game of their West Coast trip against the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins here at 7. That's your Gainesville
0: Sports Center. I'm Ross Coffey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM. W R U F.
1: Friends, what do you think the number one mistake sellers make when selling their home? Well, the answer may surprise you a little bit. I asked Ocala's real estate expert Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed Realty this very important question. With over 18 years of experience, he's seen it all: the buyer's market, the seller's market and even the historically low inventory market, which is what we're in right now. He says one of the biggest mistakes sellers make is not planning ahead. When you have the luxury of time to sell your home in this hot market, do your research. Find out what your home is really worth. And if you need to buy another one, Scott has off-market listings that never hit the MLS. Did you know almost 50% of sales are with off-market properties? Because he has over 8,000 buyers in his database, Scott's got all the information you need to help you plan ahead and net the most money. And that, obviously, is what you want to do. So plan ahead. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Beat the heat. Here's how to stay cool in hot weather. By a
3: boat, from Polaris of Gainesville. Tie on a tube, toss out a lure, take a cruise. Tahoe fiberglass runabouts and deck boats help families escape. Looking at saltwater fishing boats? Mako combines the spirit of adventure with a legacy of trust. Nitro fiberglass bass boats are designed to make you a champion. Tracker, all welded aluminum boats have helped families catch fish and make memories for 40 years. Buy a tracker boat from your authorized tracker marine dealer, Polaris of Gainesville. Visit polarisofgainesville.com. Polaris of Gainesville
4: is looking to buy your used power sports vehicle right now. If you have a boat, ATV, side-by-side, jet ski, or motorcycle of any make or model, we're paying top dollar right now. Turn that dust collector into fast cash now at Polaris of Gainesville on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua.
3: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all.
6: The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet. Along with mostly sunny skies
2: on outdoor patios while dining al fresco, Cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums. And around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com.
5: Our all-American liberty is under assault. Patriots, if you love this country, then be at Rock the Red. Rock the Red.
4: It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza.
16: Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more.
4: Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City.
0: From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to
3: Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
1: Jerry's Pet Peeve, people that mispronounce names of teams, as in Florida, Golf Coast, or the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that that bothers me, too, and my students do that. Um, But learning process. Patrick's a big Yankee fan, but he agrees with James. They should have names on their backs. Is that really a a big deal to fans? I I, I don't know. Um, All right. Calls, uh, by the way, SEC tournament in softball, uh, Mississippi State leads LSU 4-2, to and if you missed it yesterday, Alex Fiedto, uh got his second big league start, he got the loss uh, in five innings though, he gave up two runs, and that's what he gave up in his first start, his ERA is very good uh, at 3.60, uh, but he did take the loss, and the Tigers at this point are not very good. All right, 3928255. You can email s at WRUF.com. Don't forget, no show tomorrow. All right. I told you about the logos. All right, Michael, I'm gonna ask you here. Um they there's a new nationwide survey that this uh company did, uh, and they asked fans. Um, about logos, okay? And I'm guessing this was just basketball, okay? Because it doesn't show any other uh, sport. What would you say in this nationwide survey the best logos were in the NBA?
6: Well, the first ones that come to mind are the classics, like the Celtics, the Lakers... The Spurs, maybe. Okay. Am I close on any of those?
1: No. And I am shocked because you would just think, you know, based on the success of those franchises, right, the best logos in this nationwide survey, the Charlotte Hornets. I don't even know what their logo is. And Billy Donovan's Chicago Bulls. What do you think the worst ones were? I'm shocked at this. Boston. The Celtics? The Celtics. I think in this, I think some people just don't like, yeah, and Brooklyn, the Nets.
6: I can see the Nets. A lot of the new logos are just very bland, but the Celtics is blasphemous.
1: And this one, I don't understand. The the number one most timeless logo? the Bulls, and the most intimidating logo, the Bulls.
6: I mean, it's one of the best ones, but it's only recently, like the 90s, where it really, like, stuck.
1: Yeah. Now, here's the big one, okay? Give me a percentage of 1 to 100. What percentage of fans thinks the NBA logo needs to be updated? Remember, that's Jerry West.
6: Since you said it's surprising, I'm going to say it's really high, maybe.
1: 35% of fans think the logo is due for an update, and about a third think it should pay tribute to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, how about that? So, again, if you're a logo person, uh, mascot person, what bothers you, what's good, what's bad? You know what's funny? I guess I just don't notice those things a lot. I mean, look, do I know what the Celtics logo would like? Yes. I mean, I think the Knicks logo, as a Knicks fan's pretty cool. But remember, I think part of that is popularity. And the Knicks right now stink. Let's bring Ray to the show. Ray, how, how are you?
8: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Doing well. Were you just watching a uh, softball game when that Mississippi State girl... Lined it out the left field. Yeah. Did you see what both umpires did?
1: Uh, no, I just, I'm literally glancing at it once in a while, so I didn't see the
8: umpires. Well, the third base umpire went out a little bit, and the home plate umpire came out about two thirds of the way to third base. And when she dove and was laying on the ground, they both called the batter out. Even though the girl trapped the ball, so that. Mississippi State girl just stopped running and started back to second. So they forced her a third. But both umpires right there watching the play put their hands up for being out. And that's one of my peeves, the way, of course, like you say, this is a discussion for during the summer, how bad officiating is in baseball and softball.
1: Did they not review it?
8: No. I mean, no, they talked about it, but the girl didn't catch it. It was laying on the ground, so she picked it up and threw it to third, and they got to force at third because the runner at second. It was sort of in between. They didn't know what to do because they'd call the batter out.
1: Well, maybe that's not – She
8: wasn't out because the girl didn't catch the
1: ball. Well, but maybe that's not a review. Without seeing it, it's hard for me to say. Maybe it wasn't a reviewable play, um, but a lot of times well... – <clears throat> You know, plays like that are reviewable. I don't know if this one was.
8: Well, I mean, the girl didn't catch the ball, you know. Right, but But, but you're
1: watching it on television, and it is different in person. It is. And look, umpiring, officiating, Ray is tough. It's tough.
8: I know it is, but when you got two right there within 20 feet of it, Yep. Or closer, and both of them go out, and the girl doesn't have the ball; didn't catch the ball.
1: They're human; they're gonna make they're gonna make mistakes. But again, I'm I'm surprised without seeing it. If there was any controversy in that, I'm just surprised that the coach didn't ask for a review to see catch or not. But I, I did not see the specific play, so it's hard for me to say
8: no doubt about she didn't make this catch. It's just that the runner, like I say, stopped running and they forced her out at third.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your call, Ray. Byron, hello.
9: (laughs) Steve. Thanks for taking my call, Steve. You got a great show, and, and I hate to get into annoying things. So I messed with Pat yesterday, Steve, and you know I just be doing this, but I'm gonna get into my annoying things, Steve. You know we jet, you're a jet, not we, you're a Jets fan, and I'm a Jaguar fan. And today, of all the things to be talking about, we're talking about a kicker suing the Jaguars of so our franchise. And, and and Urban Meyer and the things he he did and I'm not even gonna go there but that's some of the talk that's going around that's what's annoying and also it it don't never seem like we can get the other than Trevor Lawrence we never get the right draft choice so we we seem to never draft anybody right and all that's going on and and you think the Jets having problems and and secondly Steve uh, I will go with a D uh, this is my honorable mention. I'm with you, Steve. We said this on your show, and that's why we mess with the Lakers. It's always in the news. I mean, the family, the Ram, you know, and the magic. And now, I, I'm with you, D. I'm sorry. I, let's get to the playoffs. And last, Steve, if, if, just a fun topic, too. The most memorable trades, and I do like my Celtics logo and the, <laughs> the leprechaun. But, uh, Steve, Al Horford came back for Kimbo Walker. What a trade. Boston, is, those guys are geniuses. Thanks, and go Celtics, go Gators.
1: All right, Byron, thank you. Um, all right, let's uh, get some more calls here. three nine two eight two five five. just in case you're tuning in. What are some of your pet peeves in sports? Um, and then, is Anthony Richardson, in your mind, a first-round NFL draft choice? Some mock drafts have him as a late um first-rounder. So uh, we will get your thoughts on that. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes-Shillery, ES- ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
14: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
19: Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain call QC Kinetics now. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics, growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550.
2: Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room. And play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy.
19: Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. In certain cases, panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply.
0: It's Gatorpalooza
7: at Gatorland. Live music, artisans, animals, and alligators. May 14th and 15th. Florida residents get in half off with valid Florida ID. Celebrate all things alligators. Only at Gatorland.
17: Gatorland
0: knows you need more animals, more gators, and more fun. And now, Florida residents get what they need for less with 16.50 admission now through the end of May. We know
10: what you all need. You all need Gatorland.
6: UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions, and cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband.
9: It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer.
6: With Spencer's background in biochemistry,
9: and our shared
4: frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora.
6: At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. And so far, we've been able to help more than 100,000 people ready to join them with our money back guarantee you have nothing to lose get 30 percent off when you go to uqora.com slash radio that's uqora.com slash radio
0: from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update
6: Sunny
15: and breezy conditions are expected yet again this afternoon with highs topping out in the low and mid-80s. Winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour will occasionally gust up 20 and even 25 miles per hour. Gusty winds subside tonight with lows falling into the upper 50s. We'll do it all over again tomorrow with winds picking up during the afternoon. Highs in the low 80s are next chance for a rain returns on Friday. From the UF Weather Center, Meteorologist Justin Mallard.
3: This,
16: it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show.
3: What if Tom Brady isn't a good broadcaster? i throw that out there. That's one of those, oh, by the way, uh, is Tom going to be good at this? He's going to be doing big games. People are going to expect him to be great. There have been some great football players who weren't great broadcasters. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you can tell us how to do it. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show.
0: Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears.
4: This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: SEC Softball Tournament, Mississippi State, still up on LSU 4-2. They play in the fifth. Gators will play at 4-50 today, uh, uh, our airtime, as they play Texas A&M. Let's bring John to the show. Hi, John. John, go ahead. Steve. Yeah.
20: Steve, is this you? It is me. Can you hear me? Yes. Russell
1: John go ahead okay John I don't know why you can't hear me but call me back if you're listening because I could hear you Uh, must be something with your phone there but call me back Uh, all right let's get uh, by the way just a reminder no show tomorrow if all goes well we'll talk to you from Columbia Missouri on Friday as we get you set for the Gator Baseball weekend series Jeff emails and he said, Steve, you don't sometimes give your opinions on things you ask about, uh like logos and such. Um you maybe you should do more of that and and have them for summertime topics. Well yeah. Uh I had okay, here's let me okay, let, let me ask this. I'm not even sure if these guys would know this, but I I'm gonna ask it. Bill emails and says a lot of times during the summer, a lot of shows do either uh, the top five this or the top five that, but sometimes uh, I want to hear about entertainment. And he said, you and I are probably about the same age. He said, maybe one day you can have the audience talk about the best Bond movies. Yeah, okay, maybe we can do that. I'll mark that down as summertime. All right, we'll see if we can get John again. John, go ahead.
20: Hey, Steve, how you doing?
1: All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. All
20: right. Yeah, I think I had my car radio on. It goes through the car. I don't I don't know what I'm doing here. I've never called in before. But I've called in because I heard that fellow complaining about officiating. I understand that. Uh, you know, and I don't know what happened. That's not the point. Uh, but if you want to learn to officiate, uh, you know, all these people that are always complaining about it, and we're short of officials, uh, come out to Diamond Sports Park tonight, 6 o'clock, and I'm doing basic Charter umpire uh, class for about two or three hours tonight, uh, completely free. Wow! I'm just I'm just trying to get some new guys to start officiating. Uh, you know, the younger the better. Uh, but you know, I'll take any age, uh, any sex, anybody. Just come on out, uh, bring pad. Uh, you know, we're probably not going to get to get on the field and demonstrate much. I'm going to go out in the field and show you how to do it, and I'm going to explain it to you. It's going to be way too much. Uh, <laughs> but if you, you want to come out and get the basics of it. So uh, you know, especially for young kids, if you want to start picking up some extra money, but we need officials. Uh, as you know, it's a it's a national problem. Uh, sports officials are just uh, you know we're we're short on them. Uh, you know why? I don't want to get into all that stuff of you know how because people are crazy and attacking officials or whatever. But uh, th- here's your chance. You want to come out and learn basic umpires so you can at least get out there in a youth game and uh, not completely embarrass yourself.
1: Well, but I do. I mean, look. We've known each other for a long time, and you know, uh, I have respect uh, for officials and umpires, and they don't always get it right. It's tough It's tough to do. That's why we have replay. But is the shortage, John, because of fandom? Is that a, a large reason for that?
20: Uh, that's what I'm hearing. I, I don't really know. I don't know the answer to these, but you know, I get Referee Magazine still, although I'm not on the field anymore. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of people. You know, the world's a little crazy now and, and some of these kids. And it's probably got some COVID-related stuff, too, and all this stuff. But, you know, we're short. Well, we're short in a lot of fields and everything. Uh But, you know, we need new no officials. There's just too many uh youth games being done by one umpire instead of two because they're short. There's games being canceled around the nation because they can't get officials to be there. Hmm. Uh, uh You know, it's a problem. And I, I looked at it and I said, you know, well, I can. Uh, I was out of Diamond Sports one night watching a middle school game, and I was talking to the lady, Robin, that runs it out there, and her son was out there, uh, you know, with no, you know, obviously just got thrown out on the field and said, you know, do the bases. And I said, you know, I can I can help teach these kids, and, you know, at least so they got some idea of what they're doing and where to be and what the mechanics are. You know, I'm going to go through some positioning mechanics, I'll get into some. Uh, much more in-depth stuff. We did it last night with about eight people. Uh I think we're going to have a lot more tonight, and we're going to do it again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock at Diamond Sports, and I'll be there till it ends, and I'll answer any question you want. Like I said, this is all completely free. Bring okay. a pad and paper and learn what you can, and if you want to get turned on by this and start doing it, especially at a young age like uh, most officials did. I started when I was about 16 in high school. Um, you know, if you love baseball, come on out or softball. You know, I understand I'm going to have some uh, softball umpires out there. There's some different things, but you know, basic, the basic stuff is the same.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see if we get more folks out there, John. I appreciate you letting us know.
20: Okay. And thanks for the show and everything. And I'll probably never call in again because I'm (laughs) kind of uncomfortable doing this, but uh, thanks for all you do, Steve.
1: Okay, Mac. Thank you. Uh, that's John Magnuson. Um, John, long time, uh, area umpire, uh, umpired a lot of college games umpired some of my high school games when i coached um and uh but he's right i, I you know it, it's funny i i kind of lean both ways i have great respect because i've known john for a million years and most of the officials and the umpires i have run into or or been involved with have integrity really want to do the job right but it's a hard job and you know yes did i complain he'd be the first job (laughs) first to tell you um you know i was a lot younger and dumber then uh and i you know mouthed off when i shouldn't have um but you know it's hard it's hard and that's why you know there is the lean toward you know automated strike zones you know that sort of thing and and that really is a philosophical argument Okay, if you want to take the human element out of it, well, then, you know, then you, you then you go with automation. But just like what happened last night, you know, I was doing radio for the Bethune Cookman game, and there was a play with Jud Fabian where it was a bang bang play at second base, and it looked like he had beaten the tag. Well if you slowed it down, uh, you know, he was out. And so I would have no problem with that umpire calling what he did to the naked eye because it was that close. So that you, you get what you get. PG, hello.
14: Hey, Steve. Um, just want to continue on the, the referee official thing. Uh, I believe Coach Mag is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I think I've heard that. But he's been around forever; a great guy. He's helping out at PK now too, coaching. Mm-hmm. A bit. Yep. Um, but you know, you could see why there's a shortage. Um, not to go into that, but I coached with a guy that said something once that made the most sense, and uh, it's something you've said too, actually. One was he only got upset was when when the umpire had a chance to be in the right position and wasn't in the right position. And that goes to being taught the be game the right way. There's going to be human error and whatnot, but positioning is something, unless it's bang, bang and a weird play, but for the most part, like, you weren't even in position to make that call. You made a call you shouldn't have, and that's probably more to training and experience. I couldn't even imagine what it's like in the youth level now if they're that short. But And then another thing that you've talked about is, and I've only seen it a couple times in my lifetime coaching and really felt it as i watched games of my teams is where an umpire or an official makes a call because they're rooting for another team or some kind of vested interest. I have seen a couple times where an official was upset and it's so rare, really probably only twice where they made a call cause they were upset. And again, you know, kind of like a you know, human thing, but uh, Chris Bassett was pitching for the Mets the other day. Did you see that where the home plate umpire missed the call and then told him afterwards, like my bad. Yeah. I missed that.
1: Yeah, and that's you very know? rare.
14: So, and, and another thing is, you know, I tried to teach my, kids, and my kid, you know, don't worry about the officials. And you've said that. It's always going to be something. If you want to look for excuses or whatever, a lot of times you've got to play above them. There's going to be calls every game. So I've tried to instill that, and, I, and I've seen them grow up now, and, and they have that mindset. So that's pretty cool, you know, like it's going to happen. So whatever, play above it, you know. Some might go your way. But I, very rarely do I see somebody against Team, you know, it, it's, um, fans get so mad. Parents, and... anyway, it is what it is. Uh, question for you, and I'll take mm-hmm. it off the air. So the Gators had two um uh guys from, I believe it was St. Bonaventure. I think you mentioned them earlier for something else, but I think it was the bonnie here to visit for basketball. Um, two two potential transfers. One, what do you know? Any updates on that? I believe that's the school. And two. How many spots does Gator Basketball have men's um, maybe to take transfer portal guys? or There is a high school guy, Krugel, down in Orlando, I think Dr. Phillips, that they're also looking at. But how many spots do they have?
1: I don't know. I'd have to look at the roster. I honestly do not know. Um, I believe one of the kids at St. Bonaventure is a guard, Lofton. Uh, the other one... Oh, I can't think of his name. I think now. it's a
14: forward. I think it's a forward. It's a bigger uh, guy and, and, a, and a guard.
1: Yeah, um, but I, to to my knowledge, uh, yeah, the 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 other one's like six ten. I don't know if he's a forward or a center, but he's, a, 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 you know, a, a big. Um, but I don't know that they've made a decision.
14: Yeah, I haven't heard anything. But they were here and they, they tweeted out some things about the visit. The the guard, I believe he pronounced it, Krugel, was a high school player out of uh Orlando. And he is, man, I don't I'm not a breaking down tape. I don't know anything any more than a scout or anything else. But he looks like he can play. He was committed to Mississippi State. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch some of his stuff, but man, I would be really excited if the leaders got him. I think he's an under the radar type of guy and he's still like close to a four star or right at that but he would be a big get but I think there's some great issues but
1: anyway thank you Steve okay appreciate you PG what I've learned for me in transfers I don't care what they did previously now I'm not saying it doesn't matter because it does right I mean obviously you are evaluated in terms of, you know, what you can do or can't do, to be recruited by another school, I mean that 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 certainly makes sense. But just because you're successful at St. Bonaventure, doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, successful at Florida or LSU or wherever. Um, so, but look, I'll give you an example. If you look at some of the transfers uh the most notable the most well known now maybe is pack because of what he uh was gonna get in an NIL. He was at Kansas State, uh went to Miami and some SEC schools. Broom, uh the guy from Moorhead State was had Florida on his radar but uh, but uh Auburn got him. Uh I don't know what school he went to, Ohio Valley somewhere. Sears uh went to Alabama. So yeah, I mean there's Murray State, right? Matt McMahon was at Murray State. I think he got two or three players from Murray State to go because LSU's roster was so bare. 146, time check brought to you by Hayes Stillery. Final segment coming up ESPN 98 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
15: Good afternoon. I'm Ross Kaufman. Gator softball begins SEC Tournament play today at home against the Texas A&M Aggies. Coverage begins right here at 445. Gator baseball continues its hot streak, having won seven of their last eight games following last night's victory over Bethune-Cookman. The Gators look to keep things rolling as they visit Missouri on Friday. The AAC Tournament champion Gators lacrosse team begins NCAA Tournament play Friday at home against Mercer. After being no-hit last night, the Tampa Bay Rays looked to turn their fortunes around tonight in the last game of their West Coast trip against the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins here at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ross Kaufman.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF, Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 a.m. WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: All right, we have a little less than 10 minutes. Don't forget, no show tomorrow as we travel to Columbia, Missouri. If the technology gods allow, we'll do a show from there Friday. Uh, Chris emails and says, take the names off the jerseys. He doesn't like them. BB says, "Uh, who would you say is quarterback you in terms of putting quarterbacks in the NFL? Uh, I believe I read this someplace. I think Purdue, believe it or not, either is or was um, that school. Now, I mean, somebody can correct me. I, I I read that someplace. Um, and it's interesting because you look at, you know, some of the schools that have put quarterbacks in the NFL. And uh, how about Maryland? Boomer Esiason, Neil O'Donnell, Frank Reich. There's some schools you wouldn't think. BYU came to mind and um, and then another school that I really didn't think about was Michigan Gerbach Brian Greasy, Harbaugh Brady, Henny yeah and you know Florida got a few of them right Grossman, Palmer, Spurrier Tebow, Warfel, Reeves Matthews bunch of them so uh, yeah, interesting. All right, let's get uh, and and BB. He said I don't know if he's kidding. He said hear about the alleged offer by Fox to Brady for three hundred seventy-five million. That's not an alleged offer. That's an offer. He's taking it. He's doing it. And more power to him. But like Dan Patrick said, there have been some really good NFL players that weren't good analysts. Matter of fact, maybe Friday, I'm going to ask that question. If you can think about it for a couple days, okay? There's a couple that come to mind for me right away when it comes to, you know, really good NFL players that didn't do a great job as television analysts. Um, Maybe I'll get your thoughts on that and maybe who the best are. I mean, look, right now, you got Romo. You got Aikman, you got Collinsworth, and Chris is unusual in that you're not a quarterback. But that's a good topic, actually, and uh, we will discuss it. Got a couple of more emails here, but we do have time to get a call or two in if uh, you can do it. Mississippi State LSU still 4 2. Mississippi State LSU has runners at first and second with two outs in the fifth. And don't forget, Florida plays today, airtime 4.50. Uh, Okay, here, let's see. Jack, there we go, I couldn't find the email. Uh, He said, Steve, any uh, information on a new soccer coach? No, I've not heard much about that. I mean, obviously, that search uh, is going on and will continue to go on. But I know they want to get somebody in place quickly. Carl um, says, to your question about Anthony Richardson, I think he does not end up as a first-round choice. I think he goes in the second or third round. I think some of the NFL will, con- will consider him to be too raw. Okay? I think it's fair. I think it's a fair assessment. But I think a lot of this discussion is going to depend on what Richardson does this year. There are teams, and and I'm, I'm not throwing this guy under the bus. I'm not comparing Richardson to him. Jamarcus Russell, who played at LSU, could throw a football a mile, right? A mile. He had every physical gift you'd want. He never panned out. So just because, you know, and maybe we'll do that one day, too. Maybe we'll do that Friday, too. Who's the biggest busts at the quarterback position in the NFL? And there's a few of them, right? And a few of them, if you go back and look at drafts that were drafted, Ryan Leaf, I mean, yeah, you know, based on where they were drafted. Um, So I've always said this. The draft is imperfect. It's still human beings who are going to make mistakes. And sometimes it's just the wrong fit. It's the wrong team. It's the wrong system. You put the guy on another team, another system, he becomes great. I mean, think about this. How did Tom Brady fall to the sixth round? I mean, how does that happen? Johnny Unitas, I don't believe, was drafted. I think he was a free agent. Johnny Unitas. And then again, you have, you know, Jamarcus Russell, and you have quarterback Ryan Leaf. Um, And how about Mr. Texas A&M? Johnny Manziel, right? That didn't work out so well either. So you just don't know sometimes, you know, what's going to happen when it comes to that. Our final emailer of the day uh, is... Matthew, he said, Steve, I love the show. And he said, I hope you can read this last. He sent me this about 30 minutes ago. He said, a couple of people today have asked you to tell your, quote, story, unquote. Personally, I'd like to hear it, too, how you got there, uh, you know, what you did before. But I'm with you. Do you really think a lot of people would want to hear that? uh, No, I don't. And I'm not being modest, I just don't, I mean, if it's just horribly slow in the summertime and I'm not getting calls or we're not talking sports, okay, that's when you do what are the best Bond movies of all time. That's when you do what, you know. what's your favorite muscle car, whatever it is, because there isn't a lot of sports in the summertime that I think a lot of you want to talk about. That's why you do those kinds of things. That's it for today, however. Thanks to Michael for producing the show. Our thanks to Trent Whittemore for being here and to Mike DiRocco, who covers the Jacksonville Jaguars for ESPN and ESPN.com. Again, no show tomorrow. We head to Columbia, Missouri. Hopefully, if all goes well, we're going to do a show from there on Friday, getting you ready for the Gator Baseball Weekend Series against Mizzou. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Don't forget Gator softball here at approximately 4:50. They'll play Texas A&M. And then tonight, Rays baseball at seven. They'll take on the Angels, trying to win a game out in LA. I'm Steve Russell. See you later.
0: Up at four. It's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
2: i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now
5: download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code mile for a five dollar bonus on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code mile for a five dollar bonus on your first tank that's code mile for a five dollar bonus. We get the bugs out of
1: your car. who can you trust with your automobile these days hey it's Steve Russell as you drive around town you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores every time you go in there there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs if you're tired of that type of treatment do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975 Trust Dave May's Automotive. Dave May's Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, they're famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave
15: Mays Automotive, we get
1: the bugs. Out of your car. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends. at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned, and operated for over 40 years. And on all that time... They've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville.
14: Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
3: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all.